and welcome to With This Book We Can. I'm Lynette Barker. And I'm Kerry Gittins. We are teacher librarians passionate about literature and how to bring stories to life in the classroom. We acknowledge the First Peoples of Australia as the first storytellers. Your stories and experiences are the heart of this country. In particular, we acknowledge the Awabakal people, the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording today. And today, rather than just focus on one book, we wanted to focus on one of our favourite non-fiction authors, and that's Sammy Bailey. I've been lucky enough to have Sammy visit our school, and she came and spoke about her illustrations and in, in her books, but in particular, she drew our attention to her real-life drawings and the intricacies around all of the different animals. And when you look deeply and slowly, you see so much more, and your inquiry and your thoughts around these animals just start to come to life. And we love the titles of the books. The Illustrated Encyclopedia of Peculiar Pairs, Dangerous Animals and Ugly Animals. It just captured the kids' imagination. And I think she brought science to life, whereas sometimes we think, oh, science, Can be we know dry. it's exciting, but we're yeah. trying to get the kids into it. She just brought these animals to life. And the children from kinder to six loved hearing about it and looking at her illustrations. And her books are so good for those boys especially that are not great readers, especially the first three um, illustrated encyclopedias. And I remember when I was teaching in Vietnam, there was a young boy who was not very interested in reading at all. But once I brought this book back for him, I think it was the first one, the Encyclopedia of Ugly Animals, he was just captivated. And he went from someone who didn't want to read to someone who was so interested in reading and he couldn't wait to pick up all the other non-fiction books then. It really got him motivated to read. And it was just great because even though English wasn't his first language, the detailed illustrations that she'd had there were so lifelike and he was so captivated by them all that it really, as I said, made an impression on him and he became quite an avid reader then. And I think what Sammy really encourages us to do is that skill of observation and slow looking, which is a Project Zero focus. Mm. And one of their thinking routines is called Memory Draw, perfect for this um, the use with Sammy's books, where you put images up around the room and or have the book open and the children go and look at the picture and then they have to go away from the image and draw what they can remember. And they can go back as many times as they like, but they really have to study. And the more you look, the slower you stand there and take that time to look, the more detail you find. I can't imagine the hours Semi spent looking and studying these animals for the detail that she has in them. We actually got a little sneak peek of some of the illustrations in her latest book, which is Creatures of Camouflage and Mimicry at one of our Children's Book Council of Australia Newcastle sub-branch meetings um, and she brought the spider that's on the tree and I'm, I'm a bit of an arachnophobe but I thought that this spider was just beautiful and just the way that it used the camouflage of the tree and its colour and the way that Sammy had drawn it really drew me in, as you say, to want to look more closely and to see how and why the spider was doing what it was doing, why it was camouflaged. I love Sammy, but I doubt I could ever sit and watch a spider that closely because that is a huge phobia of mine as well. Um, I do love the shift she's made, though, into her new style of picture book, and we've got one here, and it is Creatures of Camouflage and Mimicry. 
and how she's put herself in the story and she's looking and interacting and then the animals are also speaking back to her. That's right. For the fir- I think for the first three one for the encyclopedias, it was the animal itself on a full page and then some information in, in different layouts but in kind of I guess what you would term normal non-fiction layout. But in this one, as you said, she's got herself in a lot of the pages and she's having this conversation with this creature that's camouflaging itself. And so I think for younger readers, this will I think it will appeal to a lot of younger readers, not only because of the conversation and the fact that she's brought herself into it, but there's a few facts there. It's got the creature itself speaking and it's got the author, illustrator speaking. And I think these are all things that will really appeal to a younger audience? With year three, we've, over the last few years, we've had saving species as a, a topic and they go and investigate and research an animal that's endangered and we talk about that animal and we talk about why it's endangered and we researched ways that we can support it. Not once have I asked that animal to speak back to me and I just wonder what would it say if it was speaking to me? What would it want me to know about caring for it. It is such a great flip on writing. Definitely. Instead of me saying, I'm looking at the animal, telling my audience what I wanted to know, what would the animal say if it possibly could? And I love the fact that she's brought humour into this one as well um, because she's got on one of the pages there's another spider. I don't know why I'm picking on spiders today, but I am. Could you move on? (laughs) (laughs) It's the – I'm just trying to find the name. It's the bird-dropping spider. And it says, I'm a bird-dropping spider and my friend here is a bird-poo frog. We don't want to attract interest from predators, so we evolve to appear like bird droppings. Almost no one wants to eat poo. And then Sammy comes in and says, I can't believe there's more than one species pretending to be poo. I think I've heard everything now. So she brings the humour into it as well. And as I said, I think that's really appealing, especially for younger kids. I just love the way she's done it, as you said before, the way she's kind of flipped it. And she also has a book out in this similar format called Surprising Sea Creatures. So I'm really loving the style of this book and I'm looking forward hopefully to some more. It was great to have Semi come and be an example for our children that you can become a non-fiction writer and illustrator and I know that's a hard path but it's possible and I think to show our children these futures are possible for those really interested and it's not easy but you can still follow a passion if that is what you want. And I think it's great as you said that we can show the children that there's not just fiction out and that it's also a wonderful genre to take a really close look at. These books would be a great springboard for writing and with the New English Syllabus, looking at how to write an informative text in a science KLA. But also making it fun Mm. as well because, as we said earlier in the episode, sometimes it can be a bit dry and this is why we need people like Sammy in the world to bring that kind of science to life and make it fun and interesting. So if you're trying to bring science to life in the classroom – Sammy's books are the way to go. 